This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with Porsche Australia's Jamie Blakey. Last week we finished talking about their television package. This week I pick up the conversation where we focus in on how they're going to look at structuring their other media strategies. Now what about web streaming? Is this part of your social media strategy or is this something that you're actually having to work with others to get races live on the web where they might not be available live normally? Well, live races on the web... um is dictated by the, the access to the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and the access to the vision at this stage is V8 Supercars Television. Um, and our contract with V8 Supercars Television says that um, our footage must first be shown on seven, mm-hmm. and then there's that two week window um, before oh, so it can be. So that goes for web as well? Absolutely, yeah. Right, before it can be broadcast anywhere else. Yeah. Have you given David Malone a wish list of? what you want as a category moving forward to try and get that integrated into what they're negotiating as a whole? Yeah, not at this stage. No, not at this stage. Do you expect to? Absolutely, we will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Going to the other end of the scale and to the GT3, how then do you look at when you've got to get this monster, which is the City Index Port Carrera Cup, and then look at what you have to supply at the other budget end, if you like, of the Porsche racing spectrum? Yeah, it, it, the other, the other end's quite easy to be honest with you. It's 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 very relaxed. It's more of a, it's more of a, it's not anywhere near as serious as what Career Cup is. It's it, you know it's got a catch cry of race with your mates, and that's really what it is. Um, and the television package there quite simply comes along with the Shannon's National Series. We're committed to the Shannon's National Series. We run all of our, you know, the, the six rounds per annum are run with the Shannon's National Series. Where a where a um, a uh, you know Porsche as a company are a shareholder in that com- in the in the company that runs the Shannon's National Series and so you know it's it's quite important for us to to be involved in that but that television package again is again you, you can't bring your own cameras on the ground so again you're you're dictated to by wherever that that Shannon's program ends up on. But in this case, you're a, you've got a very big stake in the game because you're one of six directors, if you like. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, but uh, again, um, you know, it, it, it can't afford to have mainstream television. You know, if that if that if that Shannon series ever moves to the stage where it starts looking at mainstream television um, in for for exposure, then it's just going to blow out in terms of cost for all the categories that are involved in it. So it needs to be contained to where it is at the moment. I mean, it's a good formula that works at the moment, so it needs to stay at that level. Speed TV obviously has got a hole in its programming and that is Weekends Australian Motorsport. Is Shannon's National something that needs to look at going live on speed if it doesn't get... Well, in fact, you're not going to be running a Shannon's round when a V8 round's on, but do you think there is a call there to go something like Shannon's National's live on speed to help with the profile, to help with just the brand recognition? Yeah, potentially, but that's something you'd have to speak to Rob Patrick about, to be honest. I mean, Rob's, Rob runs the Shannon's National Series. Um, the only thing I would caution there is that um, you have to be careful with live television. 
Um, it, it, it can be very good, but it can be very bad as well. Um, and if you commit to live television, then you have to make sure that you've got a bloody good product to deliver. Um, it's not there. So I would caution that you would need, you know, I mean, with a post-produced show, you can do lots of things to, to present a good show. Mm -hmm. um, with live TV, sometimes, you know, you, you, the last thing you want to do is have 10 minutes of a safety car because the tow truck's broken down, you know. So, you know, so you, you've got to be careful. One thing that V8 Supercars have credited you with is a revamping of their support category, the Dunlop series, and they quite honestly say that it's because of the professionalism and what you're offering sponsors and offering supporters here at the racetrack and by way of, you know, corporate facilities and, and the like, which, you know, pales the rest of the uh, field in comparison. What do you think of that? Firstly, and uh, do you think motorsport can afford to have everyone who's supporting the V8s at the same sort of corporate uh, hospitality, hospitality level? Oh, look, we we um, uh, we put on a, a, a quite a good hospitality facility. Um, it's more a driver's lounge, and it's grown from really, to be honest with you, it grew from very first year in Korea Cup where we had a sausage sizzle at the back of the truck on a Friday afternoon under an easy up into what you see today but uh, we have a prestige product and a prestige brand to respect and and we have to be at the leading edge of you know and we have to be setting the standard in terms of paddock facilities and facilities we provide to drivers um, and you know we're quite proud of the fact that we that we do offer those facilities um, but our guys expect it as well um, I don't know that the other categories need to deliver the same, you know, level as what we do. Um, I've seen what the other guys do. Um, I, I guess it depends on what their customer wants at the end of the day. If their customer's happy with, with what they've got, then that's obviously fine. You know, our customer's happy with what we're doing, um, so that's suitable for them, you know, and we'll continue to do it. And we'll, if the other categories step it up well then we'll take another step we'll, we're always going to we're always going to set the standard being an international series and being a series that not too far away from australia they're the same cars racing with quality drivers is there any sort of push to looking at asia pacific and having rounds around that asian asian ring yeah look it's been spoken about um during the two-year hiatus we had in australia with career cup i actually went and ran career cup asia and um and assisted up there um, and it has been spoken about it's a difficult one um, everybody's got their own little market to, to satisfy and um, look it, it is something you could you could think about but I would think if you were going to do something like that you would then potentially look at a standalone event um, and have potentially a Porsche weekend where you might run um, Carrera Cup you know, you might bring the Asian guys across, you bring some guys across from New Zealand, although we've got enough of them in the series anyway. Um, but, you know, you bring some cars across from Asia, um, have Carrera Cup Australia, have GT3 Cup Challenge Australia, um, and, and the Porsche clubs, and have a whole Porsche weekend. You know, it's regularity trials for the club guys, and that's, you know, road cars and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff, and have a total Porsche weekend. Um, to integrate just for one round um, some cars from Asia or something like that, not good for their championship and probably not good for ours either. Yep. So probably not in a championship situation, but it could work as a standalone event. Mm -hmm. But then you've got the problem of who's, who's going to televise it, which is what the sponsors will want, 
and uh, the other logistics that go along with it. What track yeah, do you rent? And yeah. it goes on from yeah. there. Yeah, it does. You're right. You know, it's, it's, it, that would have to be, uh, certainly in both cases, a, a non-championship round. Um, so then your television is not quite as important. You know, it'd have to be an additional round that the guys just want to do because they want to do it, you know, a non-championship round. You'd probably find your, your top guys may not even compete in it, you know. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't given it any thoughts. <laughs> um, well, you if, if you become the Asia-Pacific champion and it moves you on to something else, then there's a reason to compete. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that'd have to be a proper structured thing where you'd have to have some rounds in Australia and some rounds in Asia, you know. Yeah. You know. Um, and we're in a GFC too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I think right at the moment, I think what we're doing is sufficient. Um, you know, times times are a little bit better. We might look at doing something different, but I think at the moment we're we're you know more than we've got more than enough on our plate with what we're doing. Well, thanks very much for your time today, and uh, look forward to seeing how the Career Cup continues to grow over the next few years. Thank you very much. No problem. My thanks to Jamie Blakey there. We'll be talking to the V8 Utes in weeks to come about their moves forward in the Australian motor racing marketplace. But next week on the show, we go back to the V8 supercars who'll be up in Darwin for their next round of the championship and bring you all the news from that event. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.